GeekShowPodcast.com and welcome to it. Brand new episode called My Husband Talked My Daughter to Death uh, in just moments. Right now it's time for the uh, breaking news segment of GeekShowPodcast.com. Welcome to the studios. Me. I'm your host. Hi, I'm Kerry. No, Jimmy Martin is here from Slug Magazine. How you doing? And uh, Too Tall Tony. How's it going? He's also here. Uh, let's see. We'll get to the episode My Husband Talked My Daughter to Death uh, coming up here in a moment. But first, latest news, and Jimmy has coverage of E3. I have not had a good night of sleep in about seven days. Which, <laughs> which <laughs> E3, the, for those who don't know, and if, if you don't know, why are you listening to something called GeekShowPodcast.com? Exactly. Uh, is the uh, big game uh, expo where uh, they, the vendors display their new wares and uh, tell you about stuff that's coming up. I've got a few things here. One of my favorite times of the year. He likes likes the E3, Tony. I love it. Okay. Have you been down there before? No. um, I actually, funny story, I had tickets one time when I used to work at a game store, and uh, I couldn't get a ride down, so I ended up not going. I'll tell you the best time to schedule E3 is when uh, the Lakers are in the finals, (laughs) and Game 7 comes, and not only are there geeks in downtown, there's rioting people there, fans, especially since they won. Fuck the Lakers. So... Cars on fire outside and video game geeks. Now I've got a few a uh, few things, and uh, <clears throat> if I if I don't have something, you guys I'm sure can fill in these uh, uh, the holes on this. Uh, Scott Pilbro, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World from Ubisoft. Uh, everything that I've read about it say that it is just amazingly awesome and cool. The and, visuals are great on it, and what's great about it is the the retro visuals because they're that blocky. You know, and the, you got that chip tune music, and and uh, it's like you know Ninja Turtles or Streets of Rage or something like that. Exactly. And apparently the gameplay is awesome. It's a lot of fun. I got to try it at the the Ubisoft booth, and it, uh, just a side scrolling kind of. It's just it, it, that's what it is. Pretty it's much like, like the old Mario Brothers. You exactly. just walk to the right, keep walking to the right. Keep going, guys. Sounds, Punch kick sounds good to me. Uh, let's see, Spider Man Shattered Dimensions. The guys at Doctor Volts were telling me about this. And apparently it's uh, similar to the Spider-Man games that we've seen before. But it takes place in three different universes. I think it's four, actually. Yeah, there's the, the, well, there's three that you get right away, and then uh-huh. a fourth one that I guess you have to buy or unlock later. Oh. Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir, and Spider-Man 2099. You kids at home, Google that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, it says here uh, that uh, you get the three, um, and then there's the fourth universe, which is – now, what I'm hoping for, I don't know this, but what I'm hoping for is you get that goofy Spider-Man with the bag on his head that tried out for the Fantastic <laughs> Four, and it's like a Scott Pilgrim kind of universe. That's what I would like to see is goofy Spider-Man or Spider-Ham or you know Howard <laughs> the Duck or something like that. Anyway, so uh, that's uh, – and what's cool about this is that um, – you get uh, it's all written by Dan Slott, who's a very good uh, comic book writer. Nice. Also, uh, Batman: The Brave and the Bold, which is a uh, kids kind of Batman based on the cartoon. But here's here's the good news. I know you'll like this, Tony. Mm-hmm. You can play as Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. Guy Gardner, the asshole Green Lantern. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And I and I've seen some stuff from this Marvel versus Capcom three. Yep. And, oh, God, it just looks amazing. Okay. I, I'm not a fan of fighting games. I always fail at these things. Mm-hmm. But I'm buying this just so I can have Deadpool versus Captain America, you know, stuff like that. I had that fight when I was there. It, you pick your you know, three teams, 
and mine was Iron Man, Captain America, and Hulk. And then the guy at Capcom chose Deadpool and a couple other Capcom characters, and he kicked my ass completely. <laughs> wow, that's just not right. No. <laughs> <laughs> so does that look like Street Fighter Four visually, or is it yeah, it's just two D? Yeah, it's, no, it's more just like the two D. It's not it doesn't rotate or anything like that. It's just mm-hmm. just straight on. Okay, that's the typical. And uh, I'm uh, apparently there's a new uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the uh, uh, online game. I haven't heard about that yet, but yeah. uh, but that's that debuted yeah. uh, too much uh, fanfare and all that. And what 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 did you say? Uh, the coolest game, uh, one of the coolest games I saw was actually by THQ, and it's called Homefront. And what it, what it is, it's it's this parallel future universe where uh, Kim Jong Il dies, and so his son takes over North Korea. And basically unifies North Korea and South Korea in a matter of six years. Then he gets Japan into the game, and I believe China as well. So they make this whole unified federation. Are you listening, North Korea? Yeah. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. I'm <laughs> telling you, if you 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 should think about this. Anyway, basically they occupy America, and uh, you are part of a resistance uh, in San Francisco, where everything's just been destroyed, uh, and just eerie visuals of like the Golden Gate Bridge that's kind of dilapidated, but with North Korean flags hanging from the side of it. It's creepy. It's, it's, it's cool. It's it's Yellow Dawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yellow Dawn, yeah. So and it's a first person shooter, but it's fun. Oh, good. I like those. Um, but the big kind of theme this year was uh, my wife will be rooting for the other side. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> the big theme was uh, like 3D games, which and I'm not like I said we've had this discussion many times, and I'm not a fan of 3D. These were actually cool, and I'll give them that. There was. Uh, baseball games and racing games, and they were fun. Those are the kind of games that really should be in 3D. Yeah. Golf, and you know, like I'd, I'd love to see a Tiger Woods golf in 3D. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it come. Like when they pitch the ball at you and it comes right at your face. Oh, oh yeah. that looks awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, that, and then now they, this whole Xbox has got this thing called Connect coming out, where basically it's they're pretty much going to try to put the last nail in, in uh, Nintendo Wii's coffin, and because it's no controllers anymore, it's total body movement. It recognizes your body, it recognizes your voice, and uh, so all these games are now just um, by your body movement. And so now you've got these like dance games coming out where instead of, mm-hmm. was it Dance Dance Revolution, instead of being on pads, it's just you dancing. It reads you. And, it, and then the games that they have, one's called Dance Central, uh, and it's the choreography is the real dance move from like old 1980s uh, music videos. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Did you get to play with Connect while you were there? I did. I did. Um, I got to play, actually learned the Lady Gaga routine. <laughs> nice. Good choice. So, Lady Gaga. And I got like a 90%. I was pretty proud of myself. So uh, well, and and I will, uh, you know, I know there are Wii fans, but uh, honestly, it seems like the Wii was built for little kids and old people. It that's does. that's the problem with Nintendo. They have completely gotten rid of their their gamers. They, well, it's like the GameCube. I loved the GameCube, yeah. but it, you know, it just they they never really pursued the the real gamer, the guy mm-hmm. who's going to play yeah. the Halos and things like. What that. What it seems like is they they alienated their old base. By trying to expand and include everyone, yeah, you they, know. Well, they said the Wii was more family oriented and and, and senior exactly. citizen oriented, and so yeah. they go, okay, we've got this new market, and then you know the people who've been with them for twenty years are sitting there going, uh, yeah, what about us? Yeah, and they just said, but they're trying to, I think, resurrect that because they've got a Zelda game coming out. Well, they, and, and this Mario game that was out just recently apparently is huge. Yeah. Too. yeah, and uh, they got like a, they're going back old school with like uh, Kid Icarus that come out in the game for that. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to, I think, rectify what they've done. So this this is called Connect. What? Uh, Xbox is called Connect. Connect. Do you With think it'll? Do you think it'll uh, take out the Wii? I do. The I, the I, it, the, uh, they showed us a demonstration of it. I, I will not buy one of these. You should. Too much work. 
No, it's not. I want to sit and play yeah. games. No, I don't want to. Because you'll love this. Yeah. And this is why I loved it. For movies, it all is with their Xbox Live. So Netflix has signed on with them, and they have a new contract with ESPN, and everything is voice command. So if you want to start watching Netflix, you go Xbox, Netflix, and it'll turn it on. And you go Xbox, play Alice in Wonderland, and it'll do it. Computer. It's great. Tea hot. You can just lay on your couch <laughs> and do nothing. The future right. is here. Okay, I'll and take I, I'll take that. I actually asked the guy, the head of the, the department that was developing this, and I said, um, can you change the, the commands? Can you – like that? he said, we will have downloadable updates. And I go, well, I want one. Instead of calling it Xbox, I want to call it Hal. And I want oh, – Hal, do you read me? <laughs> and then I'd be like, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I can't do that. That's awesome. I'm sorry, Jimmy. You can't play DDR. So – All right. That's cool. Yeah. Anything else? Cool. Um – uh, XCOM. I don't know if you guys know that old franchise. Yeah. XCOM. They're, uh, they're coming out with a new version of that for the main platforms. And uh, Dead Rising 2 with Capcom is actually really cool. It's a zombie game. Mm. The first one was such a good idea. It's basically like you're in a mall like uh, Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But the text, like they don't talk in it. It's just mm-hmm. text and it's so tiny you couldn't read it. So you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And they've rectified that. And one of the cool things they've added is that you can combine weapons now. So I actually got to try. I got to combine uh, kayak pad- paddles and a chainsaw. And so you're sitting there just, you know, keeping them at a distance and cutting heads off. I never thought of a kayak paddle as a good zombie weapon. You're right. Tape it to a chainsaw. Right. There you go. Let it rip. Okay. Dead Rising 2. I like a good zombie game. It's hmm. a good one. All right. Any Anything that you're aware of? I know Portal 2 is uh, supposed to be very anticipated and yeah. pretty cool, apparently. And then they um, Valve announced the Steamworks for PlayStation 3. Yep. So is that any? does that do anything? I read about it. I'm just like, who cares? Yeah, it I didn't get much from it, so because that that was their big announcement for E3, wasn't it? The, the, the Steamworks and and Portal Two. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I, I I wasn't impressed by it. That's what I mean. <laughs> up and up like the last couple of weeks, up until E3, they had been teasing big announcements. Yeah, yeah. Valve, and yeah. then they said Portal Two wasn't going to be the big announcement, and it was, and it was, and Steamworks, and I was just like, well, where's Half Life Three? That's what I want to know. It was funny watching the press conferences because like Microsoft destroyed it on Monday and just. Everybody had to follow it because they, they were the keynote. And it was funny watching Nintendo's press conference, and they were on such the defensive that they were saying, like... Ours is good, too. It yeah. was, basically. <laughs> it was so sad to watch it. They're like, people say this about us, but it's not true. And I'm like, why are you acknowledging <laughs> yeah. it? Like, just act like it doesn't exist. Exactly. Well, and then they uh, brought out the 3DS. How's that look? I will give them that. It was kind of cool. Um, That's you know, the uh, the DS, the handheld in little, 3D. I'm wondering, yeah. do you need glasses? No. no. You don't need glasses, which was kind of uh-huh. cool about it. Wow. So okay. I, they had little video demonstrations, and uh, um, I was surprised by it. Yeah, you the, know. I really am uh, intrigued by the tech behind it because it has, like, two screens on top of each other is mm-hmm. how it works. Yeah. And then it alternates them and interlaces the screens together so that you don't need glasses and if you're looking at it straight on, the image is still 3D. I can give you an example of that, actually, because uh, I have that new uh, <clears throat> uh, TV that, that has the – it can convert anything to 3D, but right. you need these $100 glasses oh, to yeah. do it. And that's how that works with the glasses is that it's some sort of liquid crystal inside of it that it flashes switches. back and forth yep. and switches. You can look at it when you're holding it up to in, in your hand, mm-hmm. and that's probably a similar thing to what they're doing. They're just yeah, putting the lens in front of the screen. On the screen, Could yeah. Be. And the other cool thing that I saw about it, too, was it has a toggle switch – so that if you don't want to play the game in 3D, you slide it down, and it's just in regular 2D. And when you want to play it in 3D, just turn it up, and it's good to go. And, and yeah. sounds cool. All right. Uh, let's see. I've got some news. Some news. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, Marvel, we talked about how they wanted to do uh, smaller films to introduce some of the second and third tier characters. I mean, everyone brings Luke Cage to the table when they talk about this. 
Well, they may have changed their minds. Instead of doing smaller films with some of these smaller characters, they're talking about doing short films. What? Short films. This Now, this is just a rumor. File this under rumor. But uh, they're, they're talking about doing short films to put at the beginning, like 10-minute shorts, to put at the beginning of their feature-length movies. I was going to say put it at the beginning. Hmm. Yeah, like a Pixar kind of thing. And uh, they have brought up already uh, Black Panther, Luke Cage, Doctor Strange. And, uh, you know, just to kind of gauge audiences' reactions, I still think it would be better to put them in movies that are existing just as small parts. Yeah. But, yeah. Again, this is a rumor. We'll see what happens. So kind of like the, the preview film would be 10 minutes of this character's origin. Yeah, here's... And then they might take a place in the movie that follows and just be introduced that way. No, Boom. They, they wouldn't be in the movie that follows. Oh, yeah. really? It I would, think it's their own adventures. It would be like a test thing, you know, oh. it's like a, like the cartoons at the beginning of uh, shows. Okay. Yeah. Like they used to do. So it's like, here's a 10-minute Black Panther shorts, and now we'll get to the Avengers or yeah. whatever it is. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, X-Men First Class. Uh, this is really going forward quickly, this movie. And, of course, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, Jim Henson's X-Babies, the origin of the X-Men, young Magneto, young uh, Dr. Professor Xavier, and uh, whether he walks or not, I don't know. But uh, this is going forward, casting left and right, and they're going to start shooting here very soon. As a matter of fact, you can be on the set. Brian Singer has is going to auction X-Men First Class set visits if you go to Charity Buzz, now the only reason I bring this up is because, you know, I, I don't know, maybe some of our podcast uh, listeners are rich. Current bid sits at $2,250 for a set visit. But the reason I bring it up is because it gives us an idea of what the movie is going to be because it gives a synopsis. Here's the text from the auction. <laughs> Share the excitement of filmmaking with a set visit to the next installment of the yeah, blah, you know what it is. Uh, once-in-a-lifetime experience to give you uh, it's uh, fall 20, uh, 2010 in the United Kingdom is where you'll go. But it gives a synopsis. <clears throat> Before Charles Xavier and Eric Lencher took the names Professor X and Magneto, they were two young men discovering their powers for the first time. Before they were arch enemies, they were closest friends working together with other mutants, some familiar, some new, to stop the greatest threat the world has ever known. In the process, a rift between them opened, which began the eternal war between Magneto's Brotherhood and Professor X's X-Men. So I bring that up just so that's that's what you're going to see in the movie. Sounds and good to me. Yeah, I, like I don't <laughs> think there will be a Wolverine in there. Uh, let's see. I got more news about uh, this Planet of the Apes prequel, Rise of the Apes. Uh, we've got more casting. Uh, Frida Pinto from uh, The Slumdog Millionaire and Don Cheadle are all now signed on, along with James Franco, to be in the prequel formerly known as Caesar, set in present-day San Francisco. Shows our genetic engineering efforts lead to the development of intelligent apes and the start of the war between humans and apes. I'm still nervous about Franco. Really? Yeah. He's such a weirdo. Uh, let's see. Now, I know how you feel about 3D, uh, Jimmy, but uh, this sounds cool to me. Possibly the best use of 3D since Avatar, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and that is Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, okay. Yes! They're colorizing it and putting it out in theaters in 3D. Do you have to colorize it? I don't know. Keep it original. Well, I mean, then you'd only need the red and the, the red and blue lenses. So? But I think they want to do. <laughs> I think they the want to do blue. the new one. So uh, oh, there yeah. you go. And I'm telling you, 
Smell-O-Vision is next. The scratch card? It's coming back. Making a big comeback, baby. <laughs> scratch your cards now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Eastbound and Down, Season 2, premiere date, September 26th, just so you know. It's a great uh, show. Is it funny? We so have, funny. I've always meant to watch it, never got around to it. We have more news on the Ghost Rider uh, sequel called Spirit of Vengeance. Uh, this is good news because the guys who directed Crank are talking about directing it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which is do... the way it should have been done yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. It should be that sporadic and fierce, you know, take on, on things. And please tell me that Nicolas Cage is too busy to be in it. Unfortunately, no. Ah, but the cage. let me give you some good news here. Is this too pay too busy? <laughs> <laughs> this is according to Cinematical. Uh, we're taking the ghostwriter to Europe where he would have a history of theology to dabble in and occult themes that would steer him away from the Southwest. My God. The idea was partly cages but reportedly fleshed out by David S. Goyer. And uh, they're going to rewrite the script, these uh, directors. Also, you got to remember, Spirit of Vengeance is not necessarily Johnny Blaze in the comic books. Mm. It's Danny Ketch. True. Think about that. <laughs> All right. So that might be good news. Uh, Morgan News, Sam Raimi going to direct Oz the Great and Powerful with Robert Downey Jr. I support nice. this. Yeah. I think this is an excellent idea. Uh, let's see. Here's some more good news. Does anyone here remember the incredible Mr. Limpet besides me? Don Knotts. Oh, okay, yeah. thank you. I don't feel so goddamned old. The incredible Mr. Limpet. I gotta stop the Nazis, Lady Fish. <laughs> They're going to remake it. Of course they are. Who would you put in the Don Knotts role? Who would you cast? I've already seen this article, so okay, I can't so say anything. Okay, so you stay out of the... Who would you cast? Oh, God. What? Oh, oh. You have to give me a second. Well, let me tell you. Keep who going. They, let me tell you who they <laughs> who they talked to originally. Okay, was Johnny Depp, but they they said no. How okay. many voices can he do? I mean, I kind of like who they talked to. Then they then they talked to Steve Carell. He said no. I could see that one. All right, he's too busy with Despicable Me. I'll just tell you, Zach Galifianakis. Oh God! Yeah. Is going to be. <laughs> Has he agreed, Mr. Limpet? Apparently, that's awesome. <laughs> I'll support that one. Uh, oh, yeah. For those who don't know, it's uh, Don Knotts, a man who transforms into a fish, joins the navy <laughs> once he's once he is a fish as their secret weapon against the Nazis. Wow! <laughs> you think they'll do this one in three D? I hope. I hope. I hope they have smell of vision. <laughs> I hope it's in. <laughs> it smells like, it smells like fish. All right, uh, let's see. Here's here's some more good news. Uh, you remember the Equalizer? Anyone old enough? No. No, the Equalizer? <laughs> no one remembers the TV show, the Equalizer? I don't. Sorry, Carrie. Remember he can help you? Edward Woodward, 1980s? No. No, all right. Those of you who know, Russell, like Russell Crowe yes. is going to make uh, the Equalizer movie, just so you know. All right. Google it. Google it, kids. You'll go, oh. All right. Toy Story 3. We haven't seen the last of it, the Toy Story. Mm. We were told this would be it. It should have been it. And not on a bad note. Oh. It was great. I was going to say, you made it sound like you didn't no, like it. No, 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 no. You they, like they, they, The ending on that one is so perfect. Just let him go. So you do not support this then? I don't want another one. Well, you're not going to get another one. You're going to get shorts. Oh. No, that's fine. No, that's, not that's That's what you're going to get. Uh, it's going to be, let's see, uh, here it is, uh, director Lee Unkrich. 
the guy who did three, saying that we haven't seen the last of the talking toys. We're going to see them uh, next summer in front of Cars 2. Because Pixar, yeah, yeah. Pixar usually okay. has a short, a short film yeah. that they run at the beginning. So yeah. uh, this is where you'll see more of the toys in front of Cars 2. I'll take that. I just don't want another feature film. Because yeah. it was so it was pitch perfect. All right. Alone. See that still. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is on TV this week. Wednesday nights on Encore, Dusk Till Dawn at 10 p.m. Or that's probably Eastern time, so I'll just say Dusk Till Dawn, from Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, now, this is uh, something because I, I catch a lot of crap from the Twihards who say I don't talk enough about Twilight other than negatively. Is there any other way to talk about it? Wednesday night, Jimmy Kimmel hosting <laughs> Twilight Saga, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh, boy. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, Kristen Stewart, Taylor Lautner, Dakota Fanning, Bryce Howard, Xavier Samuel, all of them. They're all going to be brooding and wearing their... Rubbing glitter on each other. Wearing their Nosferatu makeup. And, uh, let's see. Thursday night on TV, um, Futurama is back. Yes. and uh, I'm so excited about I'm, this. I'm hearing good things about it. Apparently, it's dirty. It's a little dirty. Well, it's Comedy Central now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's they were killed apparently at the end of the last movie mm-hmm. that they did into the wild green yonder, and uh, which I didn't finish. I was bored with. I yeah. turned it off, and that's that says a lot. If wow. I'm bored with Futurama, that says a lot. But they uh, so I didn't know this. They died at the end of it, and so the first episode of the TV series is the professor must resurrect the crew using the birth machine. <laughs> <laughs> And Zap and Leela are marooned on the Paradise Planet, and uh, yeah, so that means we'll get to see naked, naked Leela. Does she have one super boob? I've always wanted. I hope. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, uh, that night, Thursday night, uh, Fox Movie Channel, Dario Argento's Suspiria, which is a horror classic from '77, uh, Italian film. Just, just Tebow it. You'll like it. Uh, and of course, my favorite show, uh, Penn and Teller's Bullshit. Uh, on Thursday night, Showtime, Martial Arts is the subject. <laughs> that is a fine program. <laughs> martial Arts bullshit. Nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, Saturday night, new uh, Doctor Who on BBC America. Doctor travels back to province to meet a famous post-impressionist painter and the horror that is stalking the south of France. Uh, and uh, Sunday night, of course, you get your True Blood, which, you know, if you're a straight male, uh, not too happy. This not a lot of uh, boobies. Yeah, not seeing a lot of naked women. More uh, men's asses. A lot of naked guys. If you're a gay man, this would be a good thing. Or you know, straight female. I was so confused in that first episode. Yeah, <laughs> that power fucking that was going on there. I just, I don't think that could be pleasurable. Wouldn't I'm that not... get to be? I mean, for the woman, wouldn't that be painful? After? And even even Eric, wouldn't it just kind of stop feeling after a while? And anyway, but the scene between Eric and Bill too. Oh, I was like, what I is like going that. on? That was funny. But uh, Adult Swim Sunday nights. Um, if you're if you if you're familiar with Moral Oral. Or Mr. Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, a guy named Dino Staminopoulos, mm-hmm. who's one of the writers and producers, uh, is doing a show with Andy Dick called Frankenhole. <laughs> wow. That's like I don't, Andy Dick named that one. I don't yeah. know if this is a series, but but uh, it's this one is a is uh, I think it's a one shot. It's a stop motion animation tribute to Mary Shelley. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Frankenhole. All right. That's uh, that's good enough. Thank you guys for coming by. Sure. Awesome. Let's get to the new episode of GeekShowPodcast.com. My husband talked my daughter to death. It was originally called Heave the Real Turd, <laughs> but I decided to change it. Please to enjoy. The opinions expressed on the Geek Show Podcast are those of the panelists only. 
They do not reflect the views of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Why? It would be bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good-bad thing. What do you mean, bad? Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Right, that's bad. Okay. All right, important safety tip. Thanks, Ethan. Incoming subspace signal. As, begins. as Pierce burns a hole into the side of Shannon's head. I'm just astonished. <laughs> the look I, of astonishment. I can what? see the aneurysm forming. Yeah. Too tired. Too tired. All right. Uh, welcome to GeekShowPodcast.com. It's great to be here. <laughs> wow. What time do you start drinking today? Shut up. You Have start? you got anything in here now? I, uh, you betcha. Okay, He's still going good. from last night. I'm drinking to forget. Awesome. <laughs> You know the vodka's mm, in the freezer, mm, right? Mm, uh-huh, I found okay, it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's where classy people keep it. I put the be- I put that good stuff, that pop-off in the freezer. Mm. <laughs> Anything in a plastic bottle. That's like drinking cold yeah. gasoline. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh, anyway, geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Uh, let's see. want to thank our, uh, our sponsors, and then we'll get on with this uh, turd. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, thank you, PC Laptops. Geek Show podcast is recorded and produced on a laptop provided by Dan Young of PC Laptops. Hells yeah, damn, damn Young. I don't know. He, he is Zach Shutt's best friend. 4 a.m. every morning. Really? Yeah. What are you doing? That's a maroon phone. Hey, what are you wearing? Hi, Zach. Hi. Zach. <laughs> Hi. How are you? You know, we should, uh, we should trade phone numbers. I'd freak him out. Yeah. He calls yeah. me at 4 a.m. Oh, on the right day. Hello. <laughs> Zach, what are you doing, man? What do you want? Go to PCLaptops.com and uh, say hi to Dan. He'll probably give you some free stuff. He's like that. He is like that. Also, Dr. Volts, 2043 East, 3300 South, for all your comic books and collectibles needs, where I got these action figures out here, the, the Marvel Universe ones. They're pretty. At... Uh, Oh, aren't they pretty? Yes. You know, I'm not a fan of that character, Archangel, but that's a fine looking. It is. I gotta say, he's a stupid character, though. He is a stupid character, but uh, anyway. So, uh, you know, for comics and collectibles and game stuff, uh, Doctor Volt's Comic Connection. Go see, go see uh, our friends. And Mexican Coke. And Mexican Coke. A cola. Easily. Coca-Cola. I think they sell as many Mexican Cokes as they do issues of Avengers. <laughs> Seriously. I, when I'm there, I swear to you, I'm there for maybe 10 minutes and at least 10 kids come in and get, um, get Can I also tell uh, those guys, they should, if, uh, they should start selling chicken fingers there. I think so. Because nerds love chicken fingers. Uh, we sell about a, they sell about a bazillion of them at Brewies on movie night. There you go. Just a, all you need to do is set up a microwave in the back, right? Yeah. No, no, no. You need a fryer, goddammit. Yeah, do you, just go okay. get one. You can get them at Costco. But I, you know what I'm going to do? I, like, I need work. Can't find a teaching job. Mm-hmm. A thousand people applying for mm-hmm. three positions. There you That's go. great. Good for me. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to start a chicken finger stand out in front of in the Dr. Volt. Dr. Volt. You give them 5% of your business. I'm sure Dave no, would have uh-uh, a problem uh-uh. with that. Uh-uh. I'm going to be on the street. I'm a street vendor. 
I, I'm going to set up a shop right behind Shannon where I sell wet naps to Dave so that when people get done with their chicken fingers, Dave will sell them wet naps. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so would, they don't get their smudgy fingers all over his an, comics. Another chicken finger business, but whatever his price was, I'd go 50 cents lower. Oh, you bastard. Well, then I'd blow your stand and up. <laughs> and he would. That's how, we play. That's how we do it in Chicago. I'm going to start a business selling chickens. That's the chicken finger game, baby. <laughs> Shit gets real. May I just say that uh-huh. Anyone who thinks that any of this is scripted should listen to the last couple of minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, Wait, uh, is someone we accusing us of the being scripted? Let's see. Uh, um, thank you to Comcast. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Channel, channel you one. You never know what you're going to start hearing. That's right. Comcast Channel 1, Utah on Demand, Around Town. Um, for, for those, I do need to bring something up. I got a, a piece of mail from Comcast uh, mm-hmm. last week letting me know that if I wanted to continue to enjoy my Channel 1 on Demand, I was going to need to pay $6 a month for a converter box. Really? So, uh, oh. those of you. Well, you don't, don't want to miss this, so yeah. get well, your exactly. six bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's only six bucks. Well really? worth it. Right. So, you, you, get, you get the free box that, that right? allows you to continue to receive your digital signal yeah. and your blah, blah, blah. But, of course, if you want to receive all the extra channels, including Utah Channel One on Demand. And why wouldn't you? We're on you it. need to pay that $6 for that converter box. Also, so you can get lifetime movies because if you can't watch Not Without My Daughter 24 oh, 7. Yeah. Um, What's Valerie Bertinelli going to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, either it's Comcast TV shows or a basket of Shannon's chicken fingers. Now, the so. nice thing is, though, <laughs> if, cut throat. if you do get Lifetime movies, you might actually see the movie my wife was in with Valerie Bertinelli, where she gave her a present at a baby shower. Was it, uh, <laughs> was it my husband talked my daughter to death? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't forget to uh, <laughs> join us for <laughs> movie night. <laughs> Kill you the last. <laughs> Rachel Kane and Valerie Bertinelli starring in family drama. My husband talks my daughter to death. Sneaky buggins! <laughs> my daughter. T- I'm writing that down. I just. It's too good of a premise. I don't talk Hey, Lee, I've known me. you for so long. I love you. <laughs> it's all right. Somebody asked me if you're really an asshole in real life, and I said no. She offended you. You're Not liar. anymore. Changing it now? Yeah. From now on, anyway. I'm going to go back to work and be like, yeah, you're right. Shannon is an asshole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if, if you listen to those, if you listen to those uh, live questions from movies from last episode, you'll know that I'm an asshole. <laughs> That's the last episode. All right. Did, did, uh, anyway. did you really think that the, the, the thing looks like Darth Vader's head? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dumb question. But then I went in and it does. Uh, it sort of did. I actually did look at it. Right. <laughs> so did I. Um, bitch. Uh, thank you to Broovies, by the way, for a uh, free movie night on the 28th. It's our Pride Celebration Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Gay Pride. Mm-hmm. Not White mm-hmm. Pride. That'll be a different one. White one Pride the, is going to be... One of the single greatest movies ever made. It'll be the Dukes of Hazard and something. Anyway. And, and, and Blues Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, for those scenes. Scott Hitler's in it. I know. It does. Um, <laughs> Scott Hitler. It's Scott Hitler's. Scott Hitler. <laughs> Scott Hitler. Scott Hitler. He's an American actor. He's not very well known, but he's trying to get there. Is there anybody that just is – I wonder if there's still people that use the last name Hitler or they're just like – There needs uh, to be. I he, to. he fucked up a whole last name and a mustache. <laughs> And Michael, no, Michael, either one. Michael Jordan's trying to bring it back, though. I don't the know if you've seen the Hitler mustache. Yeah, he's seen He's calling it a chaplain. He's, yeah, he's calling it. How many people with the first name of Adolf do you know these days? Quite a few. Coors. Coors. I, I My future son. I did marry into a <laughs> German family, so I know a few Adolfs. Uh, the Pride movies, what are they? Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Chasing Amy. Both featuring prominent gay characters. Yeah, gay and, 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 and seriously, if I can put in a plug. 
go see it. If for no other reason than Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. If you have not seen that movie, movie. Mm-hmm. you... It's got it's Iron Man in it. It's, it's got Iron Man. It's got, uh, it's got Michelle... Monaghan. Yeah, and she's not wearing none clothes. Oh, Is it yeah. about banging? Like her. It's got Iron Man and Iceman. Yeah. Iceman's name. Top, Top Gun. Gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh. Yes. Come on. And, and <laughs> the, the interaction, the interaction was, between Val Kilmer... Drake. So was I. Yeah. The interaction between oh. Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. in this movie is it's classic. electric. Yeah. If you thought that he had good chemistry with Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. And okay. oh, and while we're on Pride Month, by the way, might I recommend my favorite new comic book? <laughs> I knew, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> oh, I, the ride, the ride yes, back. I oh. love this comic book. It what they've done is they've taken an old Marvel character and they've let a comedy writer take control of it, nice. and they've made him gay. <laughs> Yeah. He's the first gay gunfighter in the Old West. And it, is, the just, it is just hilarious. Ron, uh, Zimmerman. A guy named Ron Zimmerman. He used to write for uh, a lot Stern. of TV oh, shows okay. and Howard Stern and stuff. Very funny, though. Just great sh- sh- stuff. Sh- show the back page plugger on there. Not, yeah. This one here? Yeah. You've got the smelly, the nasty, and the fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I read the. I'm sure that the original collection is out there. It is. It just know, it just came out. Actually, pick that up. It came it's out. Great. Uh, this yeah, this one. He, this one is damn fine. Why is he wearing Ghost Rider's outfit? No, he was wearing it before Ghost Rider. Yeah. Was. Oh. But Ghost Rider is in this. Yes, is he? The wild so Ghost, Ghost Rider. Cowboy Ghost Rider. Cowboy Ghost. Rider. Is Cowboy Ghost Rider gay too? No. Oh. He's just the, all the gunfighters and heroes are friends, and so the rawhide kid called him in to take care of some bad guys. But <laughs> nice. uh, just great stuff. Uh, very funny. Oh, and yeah. Howard Chaykin draws it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great that. art too. Oh, and um, one more businessy thing. Uh, Don't yes. forget every Thursday, Burst Tiki Lounge, seven to nine o'clock. Big shiny geek show pub quiz. Good times. And uh, you guys may be appearing at uh, more places. Oh, I'd like so that. So make this, make this successful. Do it. And it'll happen. Well, we'll do it. So do we're our, doing... We'll do our best. We're, we're doing used car... <laughs> we're going to start doing remotes from used car Dealerships. Lots. Yeah. Join our Facebook page, and uh, these guys will uh, keep you up to date on that. So, uh, Facebook. Join our Facebook page. We'll come to your house on your birthday. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> we'll Twitter. sing the Ghostbusters <laughs> theme. wearing Ghostbusters <laughs> outfits. <laughs> and, uh, we should hire out for birthday parties. We should. Go ahead. Hey, kid. I'll let that's you. good cake. Contact it me on good. Facebook. I will come to your birthday party for 50 bucks, and I'll fuck it up. <laughs> Is that cake? Oh, can I have some of your cake, kid? <laughs> That was good cake, and your mom was a virgin. Fifty bucks in drinks. I will make that birthday party something to remember. Um, I I promise you. Uh, Mr. Barson, you are not allowed to pee in the bouncy castle. I do what I want. I'm a wild card. (laughs) Mr. Barson, you're upsetting me. Life's tough. Get a helmet, kid. He's You're, scared to You're supposed to break the pinata with a bat. All right. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> thanks, to, thanks to advancedgraphics.com for uh, our, our set decoration, our big old logo. Imagine that logo across your chest. Yes, it can be true. It's uh, a shirt. Buy our merchandise. <laughs> if you go to my Cafe Press shop, you can get that logo across your wang. Shut up. Geek Show underwear. Oh, Ge- yeah. Oh. That was not where I was expecting that to go. I did not expect that. Condom. All right, let's uh, let's get to some news. I know you've been dying to hear that there will be another three men and a baby movie. Finally, I I was wondering where that story was going to go. I now I know that God's real, and this is because you pray. (laughs) I pray every night, and this is God. And this is not a reboot, by the way. This is a sequel. She's getting married. Oh, so it's going to be three incontinent men and a little oh lady. God, and have all... you seen Steve Gutenberg lately? No, have you? he's so handsome. What? He looks like he's. Uh, Come on, he's he, he's had some work done. Oh. People are he? talking about Mahoney. All right, 
He's had I some work done. <laughs> Martin it looks Shorts. like somebody stretched uh, Steve, Steve Gutenberg's skin over Skeletor's head. <laughs> Martin Short's going to play the wedding organizer. Like he was in a that horrible be... fire. I, let's let's <laughs> cast it. Let's cast it. Let's put everybody in let's, this. Let's just, and let's get Steve Martin in it. He oh, yeah. can he can play oh, the dad from it, from the bride. Yeah, no, father, he, father of the bride. Father of the bride. No, Diane Keaton. It doesn't work because it's the three men's daughter. No, they're friends. right, but they can be friends the next the door family. neighbors from Steve Martin's character from. Father, Father of the, the bride. bride, and he can come over and be like, "Yeah, I married a daughter off Ooh, once." And we Here's my wedding planner. My two dads should be in it too. Yeah, and, except for the daughter's dad. Can we get? The <laughs> I said the dads. Yeah. Oh, that's can we get Paul two, Reiser needs work. Two and a half men in there too. I'm can sure. We fit Charlie, can <laughs> Everybody. We fit, can we fit Oily Sheen in there? Like, you, the full I mean, house. Charlie, sorry. Let's get the full house. Let's in get there. them all in there. One big. Cluster fuck of yeah, but Jody Sweetin would show up and just, just pour the whole thing up. Every cast member from the TGIF series in 1984. Uh, well, got Full House uh, and Family Matters and Perfect Strangers. Hey, <laughs> don't talk about those days. Oh, sorry, those were rough times. Those were hard for Scott Pierce. <laughs> they were. They the were. Days. God, that's tough, watch this. So. Watch this. will make him shake. Did I do that? <laughs> Jeez. You know, but between watching those shows and all the acid back then, it's it's tough for Scott. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now now this brings me to a subject uh, that I was going to save for later, uh-huh. but, but I want you guys to, to tell you me. have subjects now? Because we were talking about um, all those shows could be remade and rebooted. Right. You could uh, reboot uh-huh. Three Men and a Baby. Right. You could reboot all of that stuff. <laughs> right. Little Drummer Girl. But I asked you guys to think about, and, and we don't have to do it now. We can wait until a minute. I wanted you guys to come up with... A project that could never be rebooted, remade, any like TV show, movie, could not be rebooted. Breakfast cereal? <laughs> nope. Okay, breakfast cereal's out. Because they can be rebooted. Now, are you saying morally shouldn't be done? No, I'm or... saying that you just, it just, there's just no way. No way it could happen. Example, please. Yeah, I need I one example. I'll give you my example. Here are two. Okay. The Blues Brothers could never be rebooted successfully or just at all See, at all hmm. i don't think you could do it they tried yeah i think you can no, try that was a sequel. anything that's different that's the problem i think you can try it. well yeah well it was half a reboot with um john goodman uh-huh. that was a sequel that doesn't count if john goodman in it was in it it was a sequel and a half all right <laughs> let me give you let me give you another i bet you i bet you jack black and the guy that plays vincent price on saturday night live could do it you think so? Yeah. Really? Bill Hader? I, think, I a, think you're right. I think they could. Really, though? I, I think, I think, I think they would. I think most of the kids who go to movies now don't know who the Blues Brothers that's are. That's what I was going to say. I think, really? I think it's all about time. Well, that also makes my point that it couldn't be done because they wouldn't care. I would say I already know mine. Yes. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yep. I don't think anyone okay. could do it. That's reboot proof? Or is it? Yeah, because it is. these not. days it's hard to make a movie that boring. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. And, 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 and I'm sure Lee agrees with me for, for the reason why. It's because of the effect that 2001 had when it came right. out. It wouldn't have that kind of impact anymore. Yes. Massive it was, sleeping. No, 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 no. <sighs> really? Just, really? He, loves to, he really? just loves to poke at really? you. Um, be, because science fiction up to that point was... Exciting. Be, was <laughs> it was B movie science fiction? It oh, wasn't. Ray guns out of batteries. Jeff is absolutely right. I totally agree with Jeff. I still think that movie was boring. Yeah. Well, and and, <laughs> and and not only that, but the jump that special effects made in science fiction movies based on two thousand one. Mm-hmm. There's no other film that's ever upped the ante in that regard. Well, they couldn't do that, that either degree. now because we we passed two thousand one. Yes. All right. I've got well, an, I've got another one. Okay. E. T. 
No, I think they could do it. I think they could actually how would make... They, tell me how they'd do it. Well, they it's, called make Ma- it. it's called Mac and Me, which is the retarded E.T. version. I, Again, the failed version. I would remake it. Drew Barrymore could be the mom now. I would make yeah. it, and I'd try to make it good. Are you talking a sequel or a reboot? I'm talking a reboot. Like a straight-up reboot, huh? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. I think they could do it. They, I really do. How would they do it? It's the qu- well, you're just going to make the same story with more CGI and you more know. CGI make and it dumber. And 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 not only that, but there have been movies thematically that were ET. For well, example, I'm not, I'm not talking about so you're talking straight up ET. You're, you're saying I'm like opposed opposed to saying ET. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. ET, e. 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 the extraterrestrial, Blues Brothers, whatever it is. I think I, that I think they could do Blues Brothers. I don't think there's any. Like moral ethics out there anymore that, that they would say that this is too good. To, no, I'm to not be talking from a like, moral or no, they, ethical I'm telling you right now, I think they do it. Impossible to do. Et would be CGI. There would be uh, more fart and shit jokes in it. You yep. go to you go to Et's planet. We don't know. have more yeah. fart and shit jokes than we did 20 years ago. Oh. Though. No, I'm Bull. serious. I'm serious. They're, they're, we're just noticing them more now than we did Are when we were kids. Sure. Yeah. I, just, I think Bad News Bears was full of fart and shit jokes. Oh, yeah. Anything sci-fi, <laughs> I think that they would try to remake or reboot. I, do too. I think anything, anything in that realm because the the technology is there to make it better. I think to Jaws make it look better, not to make the story better. But I think Jaws would be hard to reboot. The original Jaws with that. In no, yeah. but I think they're they, wrong. They, they will. They'll, they'll try. Sure. It'll, it'll be. It'll be. I think more action packed, and there'll be fart jokes in it. I think you'd have to get a movie that doesn't rely on that kind of stuff. Like personally, I'm, I'm thinking back to like Gone with the Wind. I don't think, I, ever I reboot, I don't think you too. could reboot that. Hmm. And I think Wizard of Oz might be. Really they're trying, but they're trying to. So, see, I, I think you could remake uh, reboot Gone with the Wind. You think so? I do. <laughs> I really do. I think you could really reboot anything. I, don't I think, think you could reboot I don't, the Thornbirds. I think, <laughs> I think the, the only way to do to redo Gone with the Wind would be a television miniseries, and we don't yeah. make those anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That's true. But I, th- I think that's the only way you could actually make it. I don't think you'd ever yeah. see a, a poster in the theaters. What about Gone Blade Runner? You could remake Blade Runner. You could, but would somebody remake Blade Runner? Yes. yes. That's Somebody's that, gonna I'll guarantee. Which version? Yeah, <laughs> up to five. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's true. here's the one, the two that uh, like I was thinking about this, and I was hitting everyone. I was just like, eh, I could remake that, but I think thematically, uh-huh. they you couldn't do it because people are too sensitive now. There's two of them, and uh, one of them is there's no way they could make a new All in the Family. You could not have Archie Bunker the beloved bigoted racist. Well, well, well. As I told Shannon when we were hanging out earlier today, they did. It was called Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm saying like no. A weekly comedy where the yeah. main beloved, this beloved uh, character in America is this bigoted racist. But I don't kind of no, but here's what you would do. Actually, you'd actually make it a minority, like that yep. one, my, my Family Wedding. Was that what it was called? I can't remember. Our what Family it. Wedding. Our Family Wedding. And they're, they're racist through the whole thing. Well, I mean. Because they're Latin. It's funny, you know. Yeah. Well, the, the, neighbor, <laughs> no, I'm saying. the neighbor in King of the Hill is kind of that. Except yeah. that. Right, except but it's not a white dude. All in the family has I mean. already been done. By the same producers. It oh, didn't the last family, long. Right? It was 704 Hauser Street, and the family that moved into Archie's house was black. Right. I'm saying with that was a reboot, I'm saying, I'm reboot with, of All in the Family. But I'm saying with a, a white Archie Bunker, there's no way there could be a new All in the Family. I also think you're misstating Archie Bunker because Archie Bunker became a beloved character over the years. He wasn't when he began. He was a controversial character, yeah. and they toned him. You know, he he never got smart, but he became... Less racist. He became more like Homer. Oh, cheesy, did I guess those guys next door okay? I'm trying to remember. Because it it, it just, God, it was so, it was such a funny show. Yeah. It really was. And it's still funny. It's still funny. Except for the episode where he gets The other one that Charity brought up, this is one of her favorite movies, is uh, uh, Harold and Maude. No, 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 no. Now, you guys said this earlier. Yes. I mean, 
I'll bet right now they're working on Harold and Maude, and I'll even cast it. Oh, Go God. ahead. First off, as as Maude, Betty White. Okay. I would go see that. Yeah. I'm already in. And You're in. And any variety of young nerdy actor, but I suspect they would cast somebody. No, no, no. I think they would cast somebody like either Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill. Or, or McLovin. McLovin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just threw up in my mouth. I think it might be a rough sell to be, a, because, like, it's an 18 year old kid laying pipe to an 80 year old. What about lady. the what, what about I, I'd say Justin Long? Is it Justin Long? Yeah. I'd do Justin Long. I wouldn't do Justin Long, but I was going to yeah. say, you'd do Justin Long. Yeah, there's too Long. many rules. <laughs> what about Deliverance? <laughs> Hillbilly Rape. I would. Uh, you, you'd make it more like a horror movie to these standards. I think you could do it. Yeah, like a Hills Have Eyes kind of thing. I'm really oh, they'd serious. make it a wasn't That wasn't the point. Oh, I know. Yeah, that, that's, that's uh, to, to be able to remake it and actually have the the same. Oh, movie. thank you for reminding me of this because it's by the f- same filmmaker as Deliverance. I don't think you could remake Zardoz. <laughs> I don't think anybody should. <laughs> I frankly, don't know what that yeah. is. You don't oh want to improve God. on magic. Well, the penis it, is a gun that shoots seeds of poison. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's the money that John Borman took all the money that he made with Deliverance, and then blew it on the screen for one of the most colossally weird. Science fiction experiences with a giant stone head that floats around and shoots rifles and, out of its mouth. And Sean Connery in a, orange uh, loin in a red cloth. loincloth. Or uh, like an orange loincloth with uh, suspenders. And it's hysterical to hear Connery talk about why he did Zardoz. Like, penis is bad. I, I was, uh, my, my agent came to me and he said, Sean, you, you turned up Star Trek. You should do this. It's science fiction. Yeah, was it so Star did, Wars? Was no, Star story? Wars is why he did Outland and Highlander because – Listen, I after seeing Zardoz, I went home and beat the shit out of my wife. <laughs> I was that angry. <laughs> Look it up. And by the way, we are going to show Zardoz at some point oh, for yeah. movie night. I'm thinking Zardoz and, and Barbarella. Zardoz and Barbarella. I was just going to mention Barbarella is something that might not be able to be No, they're rebooted. trying. Yeah. Yeah, that could Drew be Barrymore redone. has been trying for that, that for 15 be, years. That could be easily redone. I don't I think, think there's anything. I don't. First of all, I think Hollywood's so bankrupt of ideas that they will, that try, they will to re- re- try to remake anything that's got any kind of even slight brand name recognition. I'd say Jesus ABC is looking at another alias. Alias is hard. It seems to be canceled for like four years. Did you just cancel that? Can I have that? No? I'd say that the movie producers in Hollywood are walking down the aisles of their local video store, but since there's none of those anymore. Hey, what's this better off Ted? Can we do that? They're just like flipping through their Netflix queue going, oh, fuck, let's remake that. Do you remember that movie? Kind of. Let's remake it. CBS just called NBC. Hey, can we do a remake of Heroes? Yeah. Uh, they're not even watching they're not even watching sitcoms from Britain anymore. They're just watching outtakes from Little Britain. Okay, okay. That two minutes was funny. Let's make it let's make a show. Yeah. It's not always a bad thing. Ah. Jeff and I have been talking for years about how we don't think you should remake good movies, you should make bad, bad movies. movies. But you know, the ultimate example that we've talked about here before is Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. You know, we rebooted a bad show and made a great show. Well well and, and, and when we talk about is anything sacred and should not be remade? I would have sworn, and I know Carrie would have sworn, and I know Scott would have sworn, that you could not reimagine Star Trek. That's why I brought this up. Yeah. Is because Star Trek, to me, was one of those those characters you just couldn't touch. And that's why I think that nothing's untouchable. Hmm. I I guarantee you, in 20, 30 years, they remake the original Star Wars. I've, I've predicted that here. Yeah. I think I mentioned this on one of the other ones, but I really like the pilot of Hawaii Five-0, and it is not a sequel. It is a reboot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not – It's he's not his son. That is Steve McGarrett, and there's a new Dano and, you know, all that kind of stuff. A new Wolf hat. I would love to see a yeah, relaunch of Star yeah, yeah. Wars where the Luke character was actually Leia. 
I would not. Pardon me? That would be cool. What are you, cross-dressing? What are you talking no, about? No, no. That, that was that was the one that ended up being the, the primary character for the relaunch. And then what? Like, Luke is a... Yeah, he's, he's, he in a, he's in a dress in the Death Star. No, he's raised in a different <laughs> gonna way. He's going to be in a gold bikini. <laughs> like, oh, help me, help me. Jabba <laughs> the Hutt. He's, dra- he's draped on those little this princess is, I, bring, I bring this up, and this is the same result I get every time. So Luke's going to be a princess? Yes. No. no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just imagining oh. him as that wussy prince in... Um, in uh, a Holy Grail. In Holy Grail. Save me. <laughs> it, it, ex- except this time. I thought your son was a lady. I think <laughs> we should change the gender of every character. Yeah. Or the race. Oh, Chewbacca's a chick? Yeah. Chickbacca. <laughs> she can have little... She can have little Bows in her hair. Oh, cute! Furry boobs. It, oh, by the way, I can, I can recast like Luke. Dating an Italian girl. Is I'll, it? I'll, I'll recast Luke for this reboot. Yeah. McLovin. He's going to be in everything. everything. Yeah. Are you McLovin's agent now? Is this where this is going? Yes. Well, he's getting work, right? Dude, yeah, he is. Uh-huh. Shockingly. Uh-huh. I'm going to have, you know what? Well, I was going to Tashi Station to pick up some power. I'm going to put him in the, uh, I think he should be in the new Delta Force, being Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> I will kick your ass. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, they're rebooting uh, The Crow, it says here. Oh, thank God. Re- rebooting or making like the seventh one? No, they say it's not a sequel. Well, let's see. Oh, yeah. I don't think the other ones were sequels. Yeah, uh, circle, circle which young actor you want to die this time around. <laughs> Stephen Norrington is rebooting it. Uh, Edward Pressman is producing it. And uh, it says Norrington's screenplay is finished and apparently terrific. Oh, sure. <laughs> After collaborating on some illustrations with some Avatar people and all that, uh, here's his vision. Oh, here we go. You guys ready? It's ready to get your bird. minds blown. The setting is the Southwest. <gasps> the Southwest, you say? The Mexico, Arizona area. I hear there's a oh. hammer in a crater there somewhere. Also, the setting is in an urban setting, Detroit or Pittsburgh. Maybe Phoenix. Maybe wait, wait, something like that. Well, we can do it in the Southwest. Wait, How about you do it in we're Phoenix? Just, we're just throwing things out okay. there to see what you thought, fanboys react to. I thought they said it was finished. Mm. Well, it's, it's here and it's there. Okay. It's both. That sandwich of settings is part of what distinguishes this crow from previous visions. It's in two cities. Why don't we make it about a bird? It's a road trip movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> two crows on a wacky road trip. Jekyll yeah. and Jekyll. Here's how he goes They're on. They're on their way to Bonnaroo. He goes on to try to explain this. Okay. The crow itself is a creature in this movie, not just a bird. It's got a personality and a character. Here's Please. how he, desc- he continues to describe it so poorly. Please say he can talk. Not like Godzilla exactly. So it's not a 60-foot-tall bird? Apparently not. <laughs> oh, no, crow come, smash all titty. <laughs> but, it's, but it's very different from Godzilla. It's yes. a more morose giant And by different, you mean it's stupid. This crow is a cutter. You guys, can we make a stop by the hot topic before I destroy the city? And it has a more active role in the story than just smash. Oh, my God. That sounds awful. It does. It's so, a, so, okay, it's a 60-foot-tall, fire-breathing crow cutter. It's a <laughs> crow cutter. So can I cast this movie so this actor will die? Go Go Robert Pattinson, please. Oh, I thought you were to cast oh. McLovin. I like Robert Pattinson. No, McLovin's going to play the if crow. You're gonna, if you're going to kill off <laughs> Robert Pattinson, can we make it a documentary? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't really want Robert Pattinson to die because I don't want to see what happens to all these young girls that just walk out in traffic. I oh, do. Obviously. This is line of girls I don't, falling off a cliff. I kind of think <laughs> Lemon he likes you know, natural selection at I that will. point. Yeah, I like think, the rapture. I think all the cars start. would bounce off their giant housewife mothers first. <laughs> I, I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> the kids would be okay. Hey, I want to see that in the documentary. I have, I have to ask. I have to ask Logan a question really quick. Logan, you work the same place I do, right? With all the tubby housewives, right? 
You notice how many uh, uh, Twilight posters are? Yeah. It's scary how many 45-year-old women have Edward posters plastering in their cubicles. And on I their headboards. It. I love Edward. <sighs> I just, I just love that double standard because if, if older men had yeah. pictures of young we, girls, we talked like about Miley that. And- the kid that played the the werewolf was seventeen when they made the second uh, one, yeah. and so they've got all these pictures Taylor of Locker. this topless minor. Yeah, yeah. and if I had nose. pictures, you know, and I seriously got in trouble for pictures of of shirtless minors. Yeah, <laughs> I think if we had People, pictures uh, of shirtless minors, they'd ask us to leave the building. People uh, <laughs> do have a trouble with. Uh, Old, old stills from uh, from Tracy Lords's uh, early well, films. I love her early work. <laughs> Listen, she is an excellent catcher, actress. Now uh, they were actress. actually coal miners, but <laughs> it was all right. Let's take a break. Yeah. I, this show about, is so good. You guys are thinking about it. Tracy. We're Lourdes such professionals. Now. Pictures of <laughs> I liked her in, miners. I liked her in Cherry Two Thousand. She was in no. Yes, she was. Yeah. Tracy Lords? Yeah, she was the robot girlfriend from the future. Uh, her- no, I thought that was uh, the Mrs. Uh, Puss in Boots. Huh? Uh, what the <laughs> hell? Melanie, Melanie Griffith. Griffith. Wasn't it Melanie Griffith? No. Mrs. Puss in Boots. That. Is that her name now? Oh, okay. it was. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Melanie Griffith <laughs> was Mrs. Puss in Boots. Tracy, I think of her name. Tracy Lords is the last thing that she was in. Was, Did you um, see that on her headstone when she died? <laughs> I, she was Mrs. Puss in Boots. The last thing she was in was Vince Mother. Wife, mother... Antonio Banderas is going to go to his no. grave thinking, Puss in Boots was my greatest rule. No, no, you're <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. The nasal next beat. Uh, the, 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 the last thing that Tracy Lords was in was the uh, sci fi yes. uh, original okay. movie of uh, Edgar Rice Pris- Burroughs, The Princess, Princess of Mars. Oh, with she Antonio Sabato Mar- Jr. <laughs> and, she and? Threw, and she threw pee pee on him. And. <laughs> While wearing a slave Leia bikini, yeah. I'll have you know. I need to get those in a, anywhere. In a bamboo cage that she could have easily have crawled out of. That lizard guy goes, that was her pee bucket. <laughs> <laughs> in 30 years, that'll be remade, too. It will be, be remade by Pixar. Pixar, Pixar will be actually. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. After, After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, this is now the computer girl from PC Laptops. It's our ultra mega super deluxe crazy 2010 final spring blowout sale. We have hundreds and thousands of bucks of super kick booty computers. We got demos, scratch and dents, discontinued, strange colored, and clearance models for up to 50% off the original prices. All PC Laptops brand clearance models come with our exclusive PC Laptops lifetime service guarantee. So you know you're covered. Sweet, isn't it? Got an old computer that runs like your big brother? Threw it off the roof? No problem, I will buy it from you. And we'll transfer all your pictures and stuff to your new PC Laptops computer for free. We have special financing on these for as well as $50 a month. Oh, I see. Have I lost my little mind? Please visit any of our nine locations right now. Or call us at one 596 save Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you. Flip apps. Utah, Facebook, iPhone, iPad, and Android app developers. Visit us online at flipapps.com. That's F-L-I-P-P-apps.com. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Go and see Dave. Get a hold. What is a hold? I can tell you what a hold is. That means that uh, Dave will get all of the comic book titles and toys and stuff that you want, and you don't have to be there 
when they arrive and fight all the other geeks for them. You can say, I want Punisher Max, I want Spider-Man, and he'll get them for you and hang on to them as long as you need. All right? That's a hold. A lot of comics place charge for that service. It's free at Dr. Bolt's, 2043 East, 3300 South. I get a lot of email here at Geek Show about, uh, what comic book should I get started with? Don't ask me. Go in and talk to the guys. Jeremiah and all those guys at uh, Dr. Volts will help you get started down the path to what will be definitely a habit that will last a lifetime. <laughs> Dr. Volts, 2043 East, 3300 South. Go and see them. Get a hold. Say hi to Dave and tell him Geek Show says hey. It's the real Ghostbusters Firehouse playset. Vagment, our firehouse is haunted. No way. Oh, no. I've been gooped. Dingy goes to the stadium. The real Ghostbusters, each sold separately, assembly required. Hey, buddy, see anything weird? It's Tombstone Tackle. Don't lose your head. Take a hike. There's a policeman. Oh, no. It's X-Top. I can't believe my eyes. Whoa. We're not scared. want you to get us ghosts, too. They want you to become a Ghostbuster. They say you could win the Ghostbusters, too. Take the mobile. Just grab an entry form where Coca-Cola Classic is sold. We dare you to send it in. So become a Ghostbuster. See if we can. And we're back. Yeah, well, most here of we us are. Shannon exploded uh, into confetti. Right in confetti. <laughs> we'll see him in five years. That's right. Uh, let's see now. Um, we've got uh, now. This is something that uh, I would say. Not sure whether it would be remade or not because I have fond memories of the Wind in the Willows, uh, the Disney. Oh, I love that version. I and, and I also wind, love Mr. Toad's like Wild. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland. That's, that's the ride Carrie got me it's on not to get me over my fear of amusement park I know. rides. Mm-hmm. I don't like it's, that. It's the only ride that takes you straight to hell. Yeah, Carrie, Carrie actually uh, helped me get over my fear of amusement park rides through Mr. Toad. Really? Because <laughs> I wouldn't go on anything. That's the It's baby steps. Yeah, you know? he took me on it, and I, I was literally steps. white-knuckled and terrified because I had this especially, childhood fear of amusement park, park rides. Especially when the, the devils showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so he took me on that, and then he said, okay, now we're going to do... Now you're fine. Now we're going to do Star Tours. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And then he said, now we're going to do Space Mountain. And then after that... You are the tour guide of Disneyland. It is. He was. Yeah, I can help you out. He was amazing. And everybody's like, oh, hey, Carrie. And I was like, hey, got, how you doing, Donald? I got a nine-year-old on California <laughs> screaming, and I told him, I don't care what your mother said. Don't hold on. Why? Because <laughs> something cool will happen. Yep. <laughs> That's how I get Death. you. But uh, Wind in the Willows being remade. Could be cool. Well, redone. Re- I guess... I don't know what you call it. They're, uh, they're really fun stories. They but, are. But this is this is great because it's the uh, the the people in New Zealand, the Weta, the Weta people, the Weta people. They're doing a combination of live action and animatronic hmm. to make the characters. But here is the plot problem I have now. I don't remember the books very well. Yeah, right? I think I know what problem you're talking um, about. It says here in the script, the animals join forces to save their land from a sinister plot that threatens to destroy the uneasy truce between the peaceful animals of the willows and what remains of mankind. It's Morlocks. Story begins uh, when Mole, Moly, ventures out of the lonely home for the first time and finds a world of new friendships, wonders, and an adventure waiting for him in the land of the willows. But and a what remains of mankind? Is that, is that a po- post-apocalyptic... Uh, I don't think mankind was that? even in the original stories. I don't think they were, were Not. they? Uh, they had motor cars. I, I, 
I preferred the version where Toad was a drunk driver. I do too. I hope he is a drunk driver. It's a motor car. Toad is a drunk driver, and he should be. Mm-hmm. I, and instead, they'll make it a cautionary tale about it, or <clears throat> that's he what won't. it was. Or he won't be it's a cautionary drunk tale about going for a drive with a horse. Yep. All right. How many more years do we wait before there's a new Star Trek television series? Not many. Do you think they'll do it? Do you think they'll wait? uh, uh, After the sequel. After the movie sequel. Mm -hmm. That's my confident prediction. And and in what era are we going to set it? Are we going to set it in the new reality of the 20-whatever? Yep. But it'll be a different ship. The Constitution. Something like that. Under what, so, what was what was his name? That was uh, well. I got uh, while you're Decker. on this subject. That was, let that me, was, that was Decker, wasn't it? Wasn't Captain Decker who ran the Constitution? I've, I've got a story here. While you're talking, while you brought that up, I got a story. Because oh, that it. was the character of, of Will Decker from Star Trek: The Motion Picture was Captain <clears throat> Decker of the Constitution's son. Oh, that would be good. All right, now here's here's Commodore Decker. Okay, that's right. Thank you for. Okay, that. here it is. His, jo- his ship got eaten by the back my phone, guys. killer. Back to some George Takei news. He's baffled, I tell you. Baffled that they didn't do a Sulu TV series. There was talk. You know who was making the talk? He was. No, there (laughs) there was actual talk that they would do a... After Star Trek VI? After, no, after, um, before Enterprise, when they were debating what the next show would be, there was talk that there might be an Excelsior series. This is, yeah. I would have loved that. But this is what he's saying. I don't believe him. Frankly, I don't think there was ever in Hollywood thought given to letting George Takei have a weekly series on television. Oh, Why would they? Exactly. You you cannot sell the sizzle of Star Trek if it's helmed <laughs> by George, George Takei. So you think they would have recast Sulu? No. You're still a little bitter about that interview, aren't you? I just think he's awful. <laughs> just a little well, bit. No, it's just he's cheesy. Bitter. He's cheesy. He's, he's cheesy. really cheesy. He's terrible. He is awful. You you take Shatner. Shatner. You take Shatner to task about acting. You want a one note guy? It's George Takei. <laughs> I'm not defending him. I'm just saying. I just he's still out there saying I think it would have been a tremendous success. That's right. And I, mean, I we, should be in the show with Adam West. Yes, we liked we liked Deep Space Nine despite Avery Brooks. Oh. He is right. terrible. He's terrible. He had I thought to do so. That. He had to do that. I know. I he? seriously, I really like Deep Space Nine, but uh, Avery Brooks never. No. Th- this is. Uh, he was interviewed by Trek Today, where he said this. It was a substantial idea. There was a huge following for it, and after all, Star Trek VI seemed to have opened the door for an Excelsior television series. <laughs> yeah. But for whatever reason, Paramount didn't pick up the idea. They they couldn't afford so Christian. They couldn't afford Christian Slater. They probably can now. <laughs> so, so despite point. that massive and heroic effort that was launched by all the people and I, was obviously convinced that the audience was there based on the reception of Star Trek VI. Yeah, they were all there because they were excited that you were captain of the Excelsior. Yeah. We were excited about that, though. Let's not forget how freaking stoked we were but to see on. Sulu as a captain. No, yes. come on. We didn't go, hey... He's getting his own ship. Let's go. I would have. Well, you're a special person. I would have watched I, it. That's true. I hate to agree. I, you're I, a would have, I, would have, I know that Scott right now is you thinking You disagree with it? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. What, what? Hold, hold on. on. Let, no, 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 no. Only let. 
What? What did you just say? I said I hate to agree with Lee George Cade, but I would have watched it. Mark, oh my God, we agree on a great hey, many things, sir. I I tried. Hey, I kept trying to watch Voyager for God's sake. So did, I, you know, my tolerance is pretty high for crappy Star Trek. I my mind's blown. Did did matter and antimatter just meet? I know. <laughs> They can see eye to eye on their love for Captain Sulu. At the no, I, I didn't say if, I loved if him. If it had the right cat, if it had the right group of characters, and if it was set in the original Trek uh, no. movie, movie universe, the only I would way loved you that. could get away with it is to have Takei on for just minutes at a time at the beginning and at the end of the show, yep. and make the show about everyone else who can act on the show. Yes, or, or maybe have him in one of those Pike wheelchairs where all he could say was. <laughs> And it would be a better performance than anything. Can you I say what? something I think heretical? Need to right introduce now? the episode oh, like I a crypt. Can I say something heretical? Uh oh. <laughs> I've watched several episodes of Next Generation lately. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as I remembered. No. Oh, I know. Oh, the second season of Next Generation. Not blows. just the second I would season, say... but even some of the better episodes. It's. I think Brian and I were talking about this. It's very cold. Oh yeah. I'd say half of Next I, Gen. I would say sterile almost. Half <laughs> half of Next Gen is not good, and half of what's left is not great and then there's some really good episodes left over but next gen is not the holy grail of star trek that people remember i used to think that it was i agree although maybe it's because partly because it's i I remember it as having good effects too you know (laughs) yeah i mean i remember the original star trek as having crappy effects and i didn't care but i i guess i was i you know wasn't is cognizant of how far we've come from... It's really hard, too, with the first two seasons with everything shot on videotape. The show looked cheap the first couple of seasons. Yep. And it's when they started shooting on film and the costumes weren't spandex anymore and, and, and it started to actually have something of a budget. But I remember those first two seasons, even when it started thinking, this looks like crap. Well, really... season two that does have an excuse because that was the writer's strike year sure. and they were recycling scripts oh, from the series that never was. Just but... that one episode where Riker's dying and, oh, yeah. and it's a, a whole flashback episode. After yeah. two seasons, they did a flashback episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Matt, once again, they were desperate, you know. See, and I didn't jump on the Next Generation bandwagon until I think it was like the fifth or sixth season. The show I wanted to see in in the Star Trek canon, and I remember when we saw the episode of DS Nine when our uh, when when Tom Riker showed up and stole the Defiant. That was yeah. cool, and we were all going, "That's that's a series right there." Tom Riker and a whole bunch of uh, Maquis defectors fighting the Dominion War. I forgot what Tom Storch. Riker was. Was he from another? He universe? was a he was a transporter clone of Will of uh, Will Riker. <laughs> they could, you know why anybody use that damn. Transporter. They had more trouble with Dr. That. McCoy was right. <laughs> no, but I thought the character Tom Riker was awesome. Yeah. All right. I had a dream the other night mm-hmm. that starred uh, Jonathan Frakes. And he was getting. <laughs> I love this people story. No, 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 this is, is so I good. Was so, you and he in a hot tub, right? No, no. It, do you have it, credits was, for your dreams? Did like credits He roll? and I were hanging out. I guess I was like his publicist or something. Uh, and he was going to give an interview to some people outside the Republican, a local bar. And I was, uh, I was like, just call yourself a maverick as much as you can. Call yourself a maverick. Uh, I, this whole wild card thing is working out good for me. You go with maverick. And it was like, I got to see part of the interview. And it was awesome. Oh, I'm a maverick. You T- see. By, by the way, tell us about your other dream. <laughs> okay, I always have guest stars in my dreams. D- does it involve topless minors? No. no. All right. uh, I, had, <laughs> I had a dream the other night with Kenan Thompson in it. <laughs> and I, I shit you not, I woke myself up so I wouldn't have to watch it. <laughs> that is not even a lie. <laughs> paid, 
painfully unfunny Saturday Night Live actor for those so who from are, Good Burger. Yeah, Good our, Burger. Our I friend. seriously was like, "Fuck this, no!" <laughs> and I woke myself up. You you changed the channel. Yeah, you found the remote. I TiVo, I fast forward on my TiVo just like when I watched Saturday Night Live. I I uh, got an email from John Fairbanks in England. Saying that Hi, Curly Squatch. He had a he had a dream that I was standing at the outside of his window, screaming that the world needed more of a certain stand-up comedian that's been dead for five years. <laughs> Have you seen those pictures of Prop him? Comic. Yeah. Have you seen those pictures of uh, John Fairbanks at uh, Stonehenge? Yeah. He looks like it looks natural. <laughs> Where can people see these <laughs> on his Facebook, Facebook page. page? All right. But it it does look small, just like in Spinal Tap. You have better yeah. dreams than I do, because I went not long ago where the world were like there were atomic bombs, and I was just waiting to die of radiation poisoning. I killed Michael Douglas in a dream once. <laughs> <laughs> even his dreams are fatalistic. Even, yes, he's Eeyore in his dreams. Even it's, yeah, there's that one very depressing. Poo. He wakes up and he can still taste the thistles. Guess I'll just <laughs> that one dream. That one dream when the world was out of fiber. Guess I'll just sit here and let my skin evaporate. I yell at kids to get off my lawn a lot. I swear I'm going to go dressed like as Rue one day just to see if I can annoy him. Pierce is like a dog. Instead of, <laughs> instead of chasing something, he's going, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> right. uh, let's see here. Now, this, uh, this sounds uh, promising to me, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Zahn, Peter Dinklage, and Ryan Quanton from True Blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dummy. You see the dummy? The dumb brother. He will star, but he's hot. They will all star in the horror comedy Knights of Badassdom. <laughs> I like I it. I am in. Wait till you hear the plot. A group of LARPers, live action role players, who accidentally conjure up a real demon from hell. <laughs> Here's why this will be the greatest movie ever Peter Dinklage in a little outfit with a sword hitting at a demon. And, and, yes. and running. <laughs> and it's got Steve Zahn, who's great on Tremaine. By the way, uh, thank you for reminding me of the good news of the week. Yes. Because I'm friends with these guys on Facebook. Uh, the makers of uh, of the Sundance hit. Uh, why am I brain farting on it? Oh, I love that movie. Oh, Tucker and Tucker and Dale versus oh, Evil. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> They've had a hard time getting American distribution mm-hmm. because American studios are clearly retarded. Of course. It's, now, now tell people what this movie is about because I, I think yeah, it's it, great. It, it, it's about a pair of hillbillies who are mistaken as serial killers by a bunch of dumb college students who then proceed to accidentally kill each other off. And the hillbillies are played by. Uh, Guy who played uh, Wash. Wash on uh, Firefly, uh, mm-hmm. um, Alan Tudyk, yeah. and Tyler Labine from uh, Reaper. Reaper. We love the guy. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy. Al- Alan Sons Tudyk. Of Arizona. Sons of Arizona. If you, or if you really yeah. want to have fun with Alan Tudyk, um, A Knight's Tale. He's so yeah. awesome in that. Yeah, but but anyway, the good news on Tucker and Dale versus Evil, the Canadian distributor has decided it is going to release the film in North America. Oh, God. Stoked. Yep. I saw it at Sundance, and I'll tell you this right now. This was not a very good year for movies at Sundance. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil saved my sanity during this year's Sundance. It was brilliant. Well, uh, we'll be the judge of that. Do you two, uh, while you're uh, talking movies, want to review uh, a little thing called uh, Toy, Toy Story 3? I do. Well, I do certainly do. Go ahead. Um, Everyone dies. Well, I have misgivings about sequels, especially to animated films because I think most times they don't serve a purpose. Toy or, uh, I liked Shrek 2 but it was there to introduce new characters for spin-offs. The preceding or the ones that followed sucked. I love the Toy Story movies. I didn't think I would love Toy Story 2 as much as I did. I actually think it's a better movie than Toy Story. And it made you cry. And it made me cry. I'll mm-hmm. admit, I'll, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I will fully admit it. So I when I heard they were going to make Toy Story 3 I had misgivings. 
because I thought the story had been taken as far as it could be taken. I was wrong. Yeah, with Pixar, Pixar is a genius at making anything. You, you can't even deny them anymore. They've been doing this for 15 years, and every time they've hit it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. So, have they had a miss? No. I mean, you could even say some. Some are better than others for sure. Know, I, I think mean, Cars wasn't great, but God, people love it. Yeah, it's yep. still good. Yeah. I think Wally's one of the best movies made in the past I, fifty years. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Funny thing about Seriously. Cars is I I didn't care for it, but it's actually had the longest run of licensing of. Oh, any I know. Of the Pixar. Uh-huh. Those toys are just yeah. everywhere. And and I think Toy Story three, and I'll say it, I think it's the best one of all of them. Of all it, the Toy Stories, all, all, all of them. Oh, I was gonna say out of all the Pixar movies. No, of no, the, of I the think Wally's in it with Pixar. But I think out of all the Toy Story films, Toy Story three is the best one of uh, of the in, Toy Story franchise. Of, of the franchise. And, that, I, and, and that's see, hard for me to believe. And see, I think I'm at Toy Story two, number one. Toy Story three, then Toy Story. So the originals at the bottom. Yeah. Well, wow. it, it's it's got some problems. The first Toy Story is is really good, and it was great for the time. It's a little pokey now. Hmm. Still Toy looks Story, phenomenal. But... To, Toy Story two is the rare sequel that's better. And Toy Story three. I'm going to say this right now, by the way, to Disney, to, to Disney Pixar. <laughs> Please you. don't make another Toy Story movie after no. this. This is this, this, this is, is they end it on the right note. It's brilliant. It's 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 they end it at the rest home with they, Andy. They took all the yeah. <laughs> they they take all the characters and they put. It's just a beautiful bon voyage. Yeah. Just, well, it, it, the the plot is is that Andy is off to college. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so. Does he take his toys? Yeah, uh, the the decision probably a- not. The decision Andy makes is he's going to take Woody to college, his favorite toy. The rest are going into storage, going to attic mode. Yep. Accidentally, they're thrown out and wind up at a daycare center. God, my oh. dad did that. Yes, <laughs> and he threw you out. And, and, yes! and, and the daycare center has one of the most obscure joke sequences of any of the Pixar films. <laughs> Carrie will recognize this because he's a fan of the movie. 1941. It is specifically <laughs> referencing wish. Cool Hand Luke. Oh, down so to dialogue. Yep. I am not making this up. I love, the, I love Cool Hand Luke. And you, refu- and you refuse to tell me what it is because yeah. you don't want to ruin it. I thought I, pr- I thought it was a 40 eggs. I, my buddy can eat 40 eggs joke, nope. but it's not apparently. No. See, this is one of those <laughs> rare movies where like, I really want to see it in the theater. Like, Yeah, I'll go to the theater. Well, and, and here's, yeah, here's another thing. I have reservations about 3D because I think it's done as a bad gimmick. Spend your money for the 3D. It works. I actually disagree with that one. Really? No, I I, 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 love, I think I'd rather watch. The thing I don't like about 3D is because you put on these sunglasses and it takes away from the color. And for Pixar's animation, for how beautiful mm-hmm. their colors and how vibrant they are, like I think the 3D doesn't add that much more to it. It adds like the layer and stuff, and they don't get gimmicky with it and t- throw things at your eyes. But no, I don't think it's worth the 3D. I'd, I'd rather enjoy the actual visuals. My thing with 3D is like if I'm going to go to a movie and I want to appreciate mm-hmm. it for a movie, 3 always kind of takes me out of it in a way because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah hey, my look, fingers are neat. And that's hey, look at that, that box is right in front of my face. What what this movie does is that it's I, I would say it's the funniest and it's also the most dramatic out of all of them. Oh really? Yes. At the, they're, at the, they're, no, like at the end, I mean, it's it's a tear tearjerker oh, towards no. the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get, they're gonna I get up to, me. I finally get to see a movie without my wife. I do. Why do why could Rachel can't see it because she's gonna lose it. She'll just bawl. I mean, this is a woman who yeah. cried both times Kirk died in generations. So I mean <laughs> Jesus and, Christ. and every time it's on, you can even bring it up, she starts. Yeah. I just I cry if I see the title sequence in generations. <laughs> well, I mean but I, I it's the Jesse song in Toy Story. But it's 2. not yes. it's not I don't think but, it's that. 
That's the song I feel guilty to it's, masturbate it's, to. It's, it's the reason it's sad is because you're just seeing these characters go off, and like, and to me, like, I don't want to see him again. Like, you know, it's the, yeah. the story's fucking over. Pixar, though, they did it to me in Up. You yeah. know, the first fucking oh, up? ten minutes. Well, yeah. Oh up, god. And, the, the the that's the future I don't ever want to see. <laughs> and it just oh god damn it! I wanted to see a movie, a Pixar movie, without crying like yeah, a bitch. Yeah, cry. good luck with that. We yeah, call it Cars. Yeah, cars. Yeah. What about Monsters Inc.? You cry? Oh, that last. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what? That last, I do. They're crying I in that the last Incredibles? dialogue. Kid. I okay, cry Incredibles. With I didn't cry. Tears yeah. of joy. Awesome yeah, I loved than, Incredibles. Other than you know that was wonderful. Uh, even yeah. Bugs Life makes me tear up. Yeah, but, but I, yes. I love Bugs Life. It's actually my. I, really, I just I wanted, wanted to spray go, them all. I want to go to Pixar Studios <laughs> and sit in that writing room while they're making the scene going. Oh, this is going to make them cry. <laughs> exactly. So they, it, I'm sure they all Excellent. clapped. Like, hey, this is the cry yes. moment. It's There's good. your tearjerker right there. Lawn. Get off my lawn, you damn bugs. But, <laughs> but he, He's the guy from Up, out with a can of spray, getting flick so at they, his buddy. Do you think they used the John Mayer um, theory on, on making people cry? I don't know if you ever saw the John Mayer talk show he did one episode of on MTV. No. Where he sat down to play Daughters, and he said it's been scientifically proven the song can make any woman cry in 30 seconds or less. And he starts playing it, and this girl literally starts crying. He did it like five different women. So wondering if they use the same technique in Pixar movies. Or they, wow. I'm sure they do. We're going to play this movie until someone cries, and then Boy, we're going to keep doing that part. Uh, let's see. Now, yeah, sorry, Scott. You weren't there. So, so, so go see Toy Story 3. <laughs> While we're on the subject of lovable little uh, puppets and stuff, the Muppet movie. Yep. A new one. I'm so. I hope it's good. I'm sure it will be. Scheduled. I believe it's time to play the music. Schedule. <laughs> Thank you. And could be time to light the lights. Boo, stupid bear. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Let's put. Let's put. Let's, let's put in the box. Let's put Pierce and the guy from Up in the balcony. I, <laughs> I'm sure it's Statler and Statler. Waldorf. Um, I just thought of a. I just thought of a thing for trivia night. We have uh, Scott Pierce read music lyrics. <laughs> Name, <laughs> what artist and what song is this? What's my, people what get emo artist like is his, this? He's like, all, uh, I did it all for the nookie? No, 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 no. I, what does I, that even mean? I want to hear him read Lady Gaga. I want to hear him read this song. Me and my umbrella, Ella, 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 Ella. Ella. Someone just needs to hit him so he stops skipping. <laughs> uh, let's see. New Muppet movie scheduled for release on Christmas Day 2011. Is it a Christmas story? Uh, we no. did that already. No, apparently not. Okay. Uh, That's it's, what Shannon threatened to gank a kid in a you got theater. Jason, <laughs> <laughs> I know all your little friends are there. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you got Jason Siegel, who is uh, pitching the idea and helping to write it. And uh, Nick Stoller, who directed Forgetting, for, uh, for Forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall, Marshall and Get Him to the Greek. Yeah, They're uh, working on the... On the script. And then the, the guy directing it did a lot of the uh, Fly of the Concords episodes. So, yeah, he's one of the producers. I, I, I wonder if hope. there's going to be long, prolonged shots of uncomfortable male nudity. I hope. I hope. <laughs> None of those dudes wear pants on Stand the Muppets. Fozzie just lets it hang out. Fozzie's just going to be standing there by his face. Waka waka. Wanka wanka. Spins it around like a Ferris wheel more. and shouts waka waka. Whirly bird. Sounds more like Warren the Ape. Anyway, uh, so there's that. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this thing. I like War and the Ape. Do you know there's a new War and the Ape coming out? Yes, yes I've seen know. it. I've seen it. Is it good? <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> Quill, it tastes like poop. I was just reading back through the transcript because Warren was on the press tour with his friends, and <laughs> what really? <laughs> and he said it's well, not. He said it's so, it's not. A, uh, wait, I'm just. War and the Ape is a character from. Greg, Greg the Bunny. Greg the Bunny, which was hilarious on Fox, mm-hmm. but started on IFC. Yes. Count, Count Blah. Yeah, Count Blah. Blah. And now, isn't it his new show? 
It's a reality show. It's a reality show on MTV. On MTV, yeah. Right. And Warren the Ape is a classically, a Shakespeareanly uh, He's an actor. Trained actor who wears a football helmet for some reason. And um, he's an, he's an so alcoholic. He's dealing, he, he's dealing with his addictions to alcohol, drugs, sex, and gambling. I love it. Yeah, isn't Dr. Uh, Drew? Dr. Drew is – well, I swear to God, they asked <laughs> – Who doesn't he help out in Hollywood? <laughs> they asked – actually, I'm kind of proud of this because during the press conference, Dr. Drew – they talked about Greg the Bunny and – and uh, Dr. Drew told us that Greg doesn't realize his shows have been canceled, that he's disconnected from reality. And a few moments later, I asked Dr. Drew if when he was being trained for all his doctor stuff, he ever imagined, he goes, yeah, did I ever think I was doing this? And I said, well, you just sat there and next to Warren the Ape and told us that <laughs> Greg the Bunny is disconnected from reality. <laughs> but I'm excited for it. I, I, the, it's pretty. I think it's kind of funny. I mean, it's not you know too much of it could be too much. Yeah. But, but when uh, when does it start? Do we know? Uh, uh, by the time this is on, it will have started already because it's Monday the fourteenth. Oh, oh, so well, I better set this Monday. Well, 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 well we're Monday. back. We're, it's this time is, travel. Don't think about it. Months. This is the this is the twenty first. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so it was it's a been week on ago. a week. So today it's just called, it's just called the War second. in the Eight. Yeah, All I know is. You just quoted one of my favorite lines from a TV show ever from Greg the Bunny. Yep. That stupid turtle. Yep. Where he's eating crayons and goes, crayons taste like purple. <laughs> oh, Mr. Pierce. It's I... described as a cross between The Muppet Show and Breaking Bonaduce. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's and perfect. Scott, I wanted to thank you. You made a recommendation months ago that I didn't catch up on until about a week ago, and I've been enjoying Archer immensely. Oh, oh Archer's great. I Archer's think you like Archer show. more than I do, but yeah, I love it. I it took me it took a while for me to catch up. Also, while we're on the on while it. we're on the subject Futurama, you've seen Oh, I really like Futurama. The new Futurama. Yes, I mean it starts with a toad telling us that, you know, all, the, all that stuff about it being canceled really didn't happen. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I I think it's pretty I mean, I love Futurama. I would say that Futurama since the Simpsons came back. I think Futurama is the second best animated show. Um, and I'm so glad there are new ones. It, the, the two that I've seen are both hilarious. And dirty. And apparently dirty. The second Brian's one is kind of dirty compared good. to the Fox ones. And Brian's seen them too, right? Mm-hmm. And loved same you like it? Yeah. Awesome. So, new Futurama. I mean, Any? I think it's be- that's a show, that's a TV show that I think is beautiful to look at because of the colors and all that kind of stuff yeah. like you were talking about. So you don't want to see it in 3D. Then. But it's hilarious. <laughs> I want to see it in 3D. I want to see everything in 3D. I went to a play and it was in 3D. It was? What yeah. the? Awesome. What the? I hate wearing those, <laughs> gla- I hate wearing those glasses at yeah, the play. Yeah, it's though. awful. Uh, anything before we go? Before we go? Y'all? Yeah, I want to I want to pitch a really bugfuck crazy comic book. It is pretty crazy. Beep. The new S.H.I.E.L.D. book from Marvel that's written by that Jonathan Hickman guy who also does Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. It, it's basically the secret history of the Marvel Universe. Apparently there's been this S.H.I.E.L.D. organization protecting mankind since since going back to Galileo and Leonardo da Vinci. In the first issue alone, we find out that Galileo was actually the first person who did battle with Galactus. How did he do? I guess he won. They, well, they're going to tell <laughs> us that. Because we're here. They're, yeah, they're going to tell us this in future issues. But And didn't mm-hmm. Aztec warriors fight off the... The brood. The brood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Uh, and there's time so, travel minute, and dream travel and all kinds of crazy is, shit. Is this comic book trying to teach me about history Maybe. secretly? Maybe. Fuckers. Yeah. Um, Beep. <laughs> it, and I described this comic to Lee as Jack Kirby and David Lynch had a baby 
And it's just like that. It's called The Bulletproof Coffin. It's a six-issue miniseries. <laughs> to show on the back cover. Yeah. With the U-controlled darling lab monkey that you can get for $15. <laughs> <laughs> Everything gets funnier For those monkeys. of you who can't see, it's it's a drawing of a monkey with a... a, a some sort of remote control thing on its or head. An yeah. outlet receptacle sticking out of it. It's, it's filled with parodies like that. And, and by the way, the, the very last page is a, is a paper doll. And I mean that. <laughs> Just like in the comics I that I used to make. It is so... Whatever they have, like can I have like some, please? There we go. No, All right. Pissed off. And anything else? Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. Reboot more ham. Don't start a band. Don't start a band. Nobody wants to hear, nobody understands Don't start a band You will be so disappointed that it was nothing like a band Don't start a band Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I hate to ruin the magic I hate to kill the dream But once you've been behind the scenes Well, you'll know just what I mean
kidding. Go ahead and do it. It's the most fun I ever had in my life. Ever! Ever! 